This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 215 for Thursday, January 13th, 2022. So before I start talking about the main topic for this episode, I wanted to reach out to my audience and ask if any of you are shooting with Olympus, Panasonic, Nikon, Sony, Pentax, or Fujifilm X-Series cameras. If you are, please reach out to me via the show's email address, which is liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Now, as you know, I've talked quite a bit about both Canon and Fujifilm GFX mount systems. And I recently had Sarah Dramelli on the show a few weeks ago, and he talked about the GFX more since he now owns the GFX 100S. Now, I want to have more guests on the show that are familiar with these other camera systems. I want to have them come on and talk about them. How many years have you shot with them? What you like about your system and why you chose that particular system. Now, as I've said many times before on this show, it doesn't matter what camera system you choose. All of them make great images. Generally, the reason why a photographer goes with one system or another is a matter of personal choice or recommendations from people they know and trust. Now, if you would be interested in coming on the show and talking about your camera system, one of those camera systems that I mentioned in the opening, I do the interviews via Skype. I generally try to do them on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, record them ahead of time for Thursday release. And that's because those three days of the week, I'm off from my full-time IT job. So just let me know uh, if you'd be interested in coming on and talking about your chosen system. That would be fantastic. I want to get people on that are fairly knowledgeable about their systems. You don't have to be the world's most foremost expert on your system, but know it fairly well and be comfortable talking about it. That would be fantastic. Okay. So now on to this week's main topic, Canon's new RF 16mm f2.8 STM lens. Now, Canon announced this lens back on September 14th, 2021, along with their new RF 100-400mm ISUSM lens, as these are the two newest low-cost lenses in the RF mount. Now, I ordered my 16mm as soon as it became available for pre-order, but it took a few weeks before it was shipped and arrived at my home. Now, the following is an overview of this lens from Canon. This is an ultra-wide field of view mixed with compact and portable design. The Canon RF 16mm f2.8 STM is a sleek, everyday wide-angle prime blending a compact, lightweight design with a bright maximum aperture, 
This rectilinear ultrawide comes in handy when photographing interiors and architectural subjects, as well as broad landscape views and astrophotography scenes. One spherical element is featured in the optical design, which limits distortion and contributes to a high degree of sharpness for accurate rendering. This unique lens also sports a close 5.1 inch minimum focusing distance for close-up shooting, and the STM-AF motor enables smooth and quiet focusing performance to suit both photo and video applications. The lightweight design and broad field of view also make this lens an enticing option for vlogging and content creation. A sleek ultra-wide-angle prime is designed for use with full-frame Canon RF mount mirrorless digital camera bodies. Bright f2.8 maximum aperture suits working available lighting conditions, helps control depth of field, and contributes to a sleek form factor. Now, the super spectra coating has been applied to minimize flare and ghosting for improved contrast and color fidelity when working in strong lighting conditions. The STM stepping motor offers fast, quiet, smooth, and accurate autofocus performance that is ideal for video recording as well as still shooting. With a minimum focusing distance of 5.1 inches along with a maximum magnification of 0.26 times makes this a unique option for close-up shooting while retaining great depth of field. A configurable control ring can be used to adjust a variety of exposure settings, including aperture, ISO, and exposure compensation. The rounded seven-blade diaphragm contributes to pleasing bokeh quality. And then in just a moment here, we'll get into the technical specs of the lens, but let me take a short break right here. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. All right, and we're back. So for the full technical specifications, the focal length is 16 millimeters, of course. Maximum and minimum aperture or f2.8 to f22. The lens mount type is RF mount with a metal bayonet. Compatible cameras, any Canon EOS R series, including full frame. Now, it's funny that they say including full frame because, as far as I know, they don't make any R series APS-C bodies as of yet. Minimum focusing distance is 5.1 inches or 0.43 feet or 0.13 meters. Maximum magnification is 0.26 times. Uh, let's see here. Field of view at minimum focusing distance is approximately 5.3 by 3.5 inches or 134 by 90 millimeters. Angle of view diagonal is approximately 108 degrees, 10 inches. Optical design lens construction is nine elements in seven groups. The special elements, one a spherical element, 
Lens coating is Canon's SSC or Super Spectra coating. Filter size and diameter is 43 millimeters. Now the aperture blades are seven in a circular design. Image stabilization, none. With the EOS R5 in-body stabilization, 5.5 stops of correction. Same with the EOS R6. Focusing drive system is Canon STM or stepping motor gear type. Full-time manual focusing, yes, after one-shot AF, after servo AF with compatible EOS R series cameras. Dual pixel CMOS AF coverage, horizontal and vertical. On the EOS R and RP, approximately 88% times 100%. On the EOS R5 and R6, approximately 90% times 100%. Face detect plus tracking, approximately 100% by 100%. Now for the exterior design. Control ring, dual function, manual focus ring, and control ring selected with switch on lens. No clicks when sent to control ring function. Manual focus ring, electronic ring system, full-time manual focus possible, no physical limit to ring rotational angle. The autofocus manual focus switch, none, focus mode selected in the camera menu. MF control ring switch provided on lens barrel. Distance scale, none, distance scale available on EVF or live ULCD screen of compatible EOS R series cameras. Distance limiter switch, none. Dust and weather resistance, none. Dimensions and weight, maximum outer diameter times length, approximately 1.6 inches by 2.7 inches or 40.1 by 69.2 millimeters. Weight is approximately 5.8 ounces, 0.4 pounds or 165 grams. Accessories, there is an optional lens hood that's the Canon EW-65C bayonet mount pedal shaped hood Optional accessories sold separately. Now, I did look, and B&H does not have them in stock. You can order one, but they are not in stock, so they're not shipping yet. And the lens hood is about $35. Now, for the lens cap, front Canon E45 center pinch type bundled. Rear is the Canon dust cap RF mount type. Dust cap Canon lens dust cap RF bundled. Lens case, you can get a Canon lens case LP1014 is an optional accessory and sold separately. Extension tubes, none. Uh, Close-up lenses, 250D, 500D, none. And Canon RF extender, 1.4 or two times, not compatible. Canon gelatin fill holder, uh, gelatin filter holder, version three and four, not compatible. So there's are the technical specifications for this particular lens. Now, this is a great little lens. I've been shooting with this lens for a couple of months now, and I must say that I truly love it. Back when I shot Canon DSLRs, Canon made an EF 40 millimeter F 2.8 STM pancake lens. And even though it is considered a low end lens because it's a silver series, so it's all plastic construction except for the bayonet, which is metal, much like the plastic fantastic 50 millimeter f1.8 STM. But for an inexpensive lens at $300, I absolutely loved the 40 millimeter so much that it was the only EF mount lens I kept when I switched to Canon R series bodies and lenses. And I love that I can still use it with any one of my three EF to RF adapters. 
Well, in the tradition of that 40mm lens, Canon made this new 16mm RF mount beauty just as capable of creating stunning images. The STF, STM-AF system is super fast and quiet, and the images and bokeh it produces are just wonderful to look at. I have even switched to using this lens most days for shooting my real estate work, as it's such a lightweight and compact lens. Now, my Rokinon 14mm 2.8 is a superb lens as well, but the 16mm is all I need most of the time and so much easier to carry around all day shooting homes for my various clients. Now, in the show notes, you can see a beautiful sunset shot that I captured on Bowman Town Road here in Roxboro, North Carolina, and see how nice the images are that this lens can capture. Now, within the next week or so, I will be posting my video review of this lens on my official YouTube channel, and you can find the link to that in the show notes. So remember to subscribe to my channel to see the full review and more great images made with this lens. Remember to check out the Land Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you are in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 215 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcasts. Also wanted to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media, Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. And I will see you again on Sunday for the latest news and rumors.